Hey everybody, welcome to episode 33 of Two Views Movies Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to Two Views Movies Podcast, a spoiler-filled podcast by two guys who love watching movies almost as much as we love arguing about them. I'm Garrett. And I'm Carson. Today's episode, we are talking about TAG. For one month every year, five highly competitive friends hit the ground running in a no-holds-barred game of TAG they've been playing since the first grade. This year, the game coincides with the wedding of their only undefeated player, which should finally make him an easy target. But he knows they're coming, and he's ready. And in quotes, this is inspired by a true story. It was directed by Jeff Tomsick, who all I could see was he had a bunch of stand-up yeah, comedy things to his name. Right. Cast Ed Helms, Jeremy Renner, John Hamm, Jake Johnson, Hannibal Burris, Isla Fisher, and Rashida Jones. So, what'd you think? I thought it was good. I personalized it a little bit more than, uh, than I think most people will. Because you're Ed Helms? Because I'm, I'm Ed Helms? You're Ed Helms in this movie. I'm dying. No. Well, I don't know. Are you? <laughs> no. No, you're the, you're the guy who wants to keep playing the game and takes it seriously. Well, yes. Well, so does Jeremy Renner. Well, yeah, but Renner's is a little bit more tongue-in-cheek. As far as I know, you don't have any superhero skills like Renner does. <laughs> no, but he uh, he takes it to the next level yeah, on, but, on that. But Helms is the guy who is always espousing how it's more than a game. He wants to, he, you know, he loves it. He lives for it. Everybody else, you kind of get the impression, like, he has to kind of recruit John Hamm into it in the beginning. They're all going to play, but he's got the one that he, he's the real reason why it's all there. He It's more than a game to him. That's okay. that's you with our group of friends in fantasy football. Okay. I I, I can get behind that. You are Ed Helms. <laughs> Ed Helms. Yes. <laughs> well, the uh the John Hamm character cracked me up. My my favorite scene in the in this movie was at the very beginning, Ed Helms sneaks into into his office. He gets a job. He gets a job with his company as a janitor and uh sneaks into his off this glass office and John Hamm has this biggest grin on his face and he goes this is happening. And he throw, tries to escape and throws the chair into the glass. And just the fact that he was willing to do that yeah. is, is fantastic. Now it bounces off and hits him in the face and he falls down. That was in the trailer, but I just love the, Oh, this is happening. And I'm, and I'm breaking out of here. Yeah. And, and just to take the, that, that's the level that they want to play this game. Right. And it was good because ham was getting interviewed by the wall street journal. So it sets up the rest of the movie, but right. he's supposed to be, I don't know if he was CEO, he was a, a higher up in some company. So he's giving this huge interview, you know, supposedly. And then yeah, Ed Helms shows up in a janitor outfit. (laughs) He's going to tag him. (laughs) Yeah. That was a really good setup. I, I will say that I had my, you know, we talked about this in the preview, but I had my reservations about the movie and that first scene though, I was like, Oh, okay, this could be good. If this is the way they're going with it. I mean, he goes, you know, has to get hired He's wearing a fake mustache. It's so overly cheesy. You know, he's making a, a ruckus with the custodial cart in the thing. And then he turns around and the big reveal is that it's it's him. And that's it's his friend. I mean, yeah, that was so well done. It's it's a shame the rest of the movie couldn't have been more like Followed that. Followed that lead. Yeah. And that was my, my biggest criticism. I wanted more of that. Of yeah. the, you know, maybe it's a year by year. And, and they did a little bit of a clip show of major events like when at a, the guy's father's funeral you know they tag him and then at he's having a baby and they tag him but i want to see more of of the uh clever things that they did yeah yeah that the real guys actually did like hiding in a mascot 
you know, you think it's kind of cheesy, but they, they did that at a, at a base or a basketball game, came up and tagged them. You know, yep. I hope that they were be more like that, just clever ways of tagging each other. Yeah. And I think that they got themselves in trouble because of the route they went with Jeremy Renner. Right. Because they played up this angle of he's never been tagged. And we saw this in the trailer. We knew right. it was coming. But you you can't have somebody who's real. It's not realistic to never get tagged when it's four on one. So they had to give him like these superhuman qualities. And that took the movie into a totally different realm. Whereas right. that opening scene is great because it's just those two normal guys going at it. But then when you get Renner involved, it's like five on one superhero battle. And it just, it took the whole movie to a different degree. I wish they had just kept it small. I can't quite figure out what I wanted it to be. Mockumentaries kept coming into my head, but that's not right. I didn't quite want that, but I I kind of think it would have been better on the scale of a mockumentary, like the office and stuff. So not that style, but it needed to stay realistic and it totally wasn't. Yeah. And I think the different stakes, you know, cause right now it was Ed Helms tells everybody that Renner's trying to quit after when he gets married, this is his last season. So they all go after, go after him and he can't quit undefeated or whatever. And I think uh, like you mentioned that, that ruined it mm-hmm. not that he's never been, never been tagged. But I think the different stakes could have been maybe he did want to quit. But they maybe had a rule that you couldn't quit if you were the one that ended, you know, being tagged. Right. Or, or, or something like that. And so it just keeps it going that we have to be tag him last before the month's out. Something like that to where you can keep playing. Yeah, it's more realistic of this guy who's been playing since first grade and no one's ever tagged him is, yeah, a bit ridiculous. Yeah. I, I haven't put enough brain power into it to figure out what I would want the movie to actually be like and what those stakes should be. But. I know enough from watching it that 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 path did not turn out right for the yeah. movie. It did the you had a good cast. I, I I kind of there was a few guys I liked more than the others, but you had a good cast. I think you had the good writers. Like I just think that there were good writers given a they took a wrong turn or given a wrong core idea. And mm-hmm. there was just nothing you could do with that core idea and trying to play off that. Yeah. yeah. I mean cuz they tried. I mean, I'll give them credit like you know, there's the scene where they Renner has this elaborate setup where he dresses up everybody just like him in the woods. <laughs> right. I mean, it's kind of a funny scene, but when you start to think about what it is, I mean, you're like, okay, I mean, we're playing a game of tag. He really recruited like 15 people to dress like him, and everything, every one of his plans goes off flawlessly. But see, I think that part of it, I thought something that is something that somebody who's been playing this for 30 years would do. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's not to get away, but maybe to tag you that you don't know who's which which one's it, and so yeah. you're trying to get away from from that that person. But I think like even that was done weird. Like it was shot as a like this action movie, and there's like fog in the forest, and these people running around. And he's like tying people with ropes up on the tree. Like if it, right. it, it, did, it didn't need that part, or yeah. him getting hit in the chest with a giant log, oh, <laughs> which yeah. would have murdered him. Right. <laughs> but like you take that idea and you you like descope it several layers. And you have it to where like they're at like a kid's carnival or something like that. And he gets people to wear the same kind of t-shirt as he does. And then he blends in like something a little bit more realistic like that, you know, like he gives away free t- so that everybody's wearing like the same color t-shirt. Like that is the same idea, just not taken to like the nth degree that they did in that scene. I, I was okay with, I liked that he dressed him up like him. I didn't like the, the booby traps Yeah, <laughs> in, in, in the forest. But... Right. 
But I did like the, oh, you don't know which one to go after. Yeah. They're all the... <laughs> but that's, that's the point of like, that's the concept for that is right there. But they had to take it to the nth degree because they had already said that Renner's like this crazy superhero guy. Yeah. Next level is basically the, the theme of this movie. Yeah. Everything it, was taken to the next level. Yeah, it definitely was. And it, it wasn't for the better. One of the better scenes was at, at the very end. I'm jumping to the end here uh, when Ed Helms reveals uh, why he lied to them and said Jeremy Renner isn't going to quit. Uh, but he was dying. And I loved just over the phone Jeremy Renner saying, quit. I'm not going to quit. I love this game yeah. because he was the one that took everything so extreme. Like he had a, a mock-up of the guy's apartment in his basement yeah. just so he could film, <laughs> just so he could film different, different scenes. It's like, why would this guy quit? He's clearly, you know, not only the best, but he's taking it, you know, far more seriously than everybody else. And I love that little add in of, I'm never going to quit. I love right. this game. And they had set some of that up too, because there were some scenes where they, talked about how close some of them were but they were all never really close with jeremy renner so they were kind of setting it up that okay he's not very close to them he's just gonna quit you know they always right. they only see him one time a year the rest of them see each other a lot more so it yeah it, it worked for him because you've been led this whole time to think he's bailing and then the nice twist well it's not really nice i mean ed helms has cancer or whatever it is yeah he's gonna he didn't know how to, if he did get to play anymore so that's why he got them all together but and that was a cool emotional moment too for an unexpected emotional moment yeah. that you wouldn't think to get from this movie yeah and you even kind of thought because once he reveals that he's sick and may not be able to play anymore you know, you kind of question whether or not Renner is going to even still let him tag him. Right. But so it was pretty fun. But then after he tags him, that led to like one of my favorite scenes in the movie, which is after they finally tag Jeremy Renner because he lets him, they start playing real tag in the hospital. In the hospital, yeah. And, you know, it's funny because Ed Helms is walking there with his medicine bag and they're all actually, I mean, they're legitimately playing tag, not some Jeremy Renner souped up version of it. And that, right. that was awesome. So it made me, it's like, the first scene and the last scene for me were like two good examples of what this movie could have been. And everything in between was not that. Right. No, I agree. That was a little bit frustrating. I, I think they could have, gosh, I mean, they could have done so much with this movie. what do you think of the cast? Who, who stood out to you? I really like John Hamm. And I like, uh, Ed Helms. Yeah. Uh, I think those two carried it. Yeah. Those are mine too. John Hamm is, uh, He's a really good actor. He is. I don't know why he doesn't get more. Every time he's in a movie, it's really good. He's so he's so likable. Yeah, and he's versatile. Like he was great in Baby Driver because he was good and bad and he, funny he was and mean. On the line yeah. there, yeah, yeah. And I remember even going way back to the town when he was chasing Ben Affleck. He's the cop. I mean, he's good in that. I, I have, uh, and I've never seen Mad Men, so I can't. I attest, haven't either. Yeah, yeah so, attest to how yeah, he does so that, we're which saying, is his main role. Yeah, yeah. So we're sitting here saying we really like John Hamm. We haven't even seen what he's known for and i think i've seen so many of his little bit part like saturday night live and little sketches and and things like that, that i just i just like the guy yeah and it helps he's a mizzou guy too right yeah um so yeah i agree with you I, helms was good ham was my favorite the i think his name is jake johnson the stoner guy chili i mean he's yeah, basically from, he's from basically new taco girl. from the league right <laughs> yeah yeah he's from new girl and he's kind of annoying in new girl but he's yeah the, the stoner guy and I think they just try to play up that stereotype way too much. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone's trying to f fit in their little role. Um, and I think they just kind of typecasted him poorly. Yeah. Especially for the the direction they had him of competing over the girl. And yeah, he's the polar opposite of, of John Hamm. And yeah, I don't know. I didn't, 
I didn't dig that. Yeah, it was. I, I didn't really care for it either. It didn't. It's the same, like you said. It's the same character you've seen in millions of movies before, so it, it didn't detract anything from me. But it didn't help. And then I've never really been. I've only known Hannibal Burris from movies I've seen him in. I haven't seen any of his stand up, but I didn't find him funny. He had a couple of good lines that, that I can't think of any right now, but I I, I enjoyed. I'd say half of his performance. Yeah. He, and when I say I didn't find him funny, it wasn't like I was groaning or anything. I got a few laughs, but like, I, you know, you, you can tell sometimes when the movie thinks what's being said is funnier than what it actually is mm-hmm. because of the timing or the way yeah, they frame they it or something. It, yeah. You're just like, okay, I, I know you just tried to get me to laugh, but it didn't happen. And <laughs> I felt like with this movie, I'd like to go back and like watch it again. I feel like, the other comedy from the other characters was in the flow of conversation and Hannibal Burris always felt to me like there's talking, there's talking scene, 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 chatter, 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 cut to Hannibal Burris. He has a comment. And then, you know, we're in another scene. Everybody's talking, doing some, 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 some cut to Hannibal Burris, make a comment. Like it felt, (laughs) I don't know that that's the feeling I got from it. I'm not sure if that's accurate, but that's how, when I replay it in my head, I do. Every time Hannibal Burris says something, I see a close-up of his face. <laughs> I feel like they did that a lot. I don't know why. I don't know if that's accurate. But. Well, I think because they gave him a lot of the punchlines, and so he'd be last after their series of of comments, and then so yeah. he'd be the, like the last joke to bookend it. And so I think that's why you're you're kind of getting that impression. Some of them Maybe. hit, and some of them missed, and so when they missed, you're left to that scene thinking, "Oh, that wasn't." That yeah. wasn't very funny. I think there's a lot of truth to that. I'd l- I'd love to rewatch it just to get a sense of whether or not that's accurate. But that's my feeling, <laughs> taking away from it. My my other piece is uh, I don't think that this needed to be rated R. Oh no, no, that's a good point. There's a uh, a couple comments. Well, there's a couple scene cutaways too. What am I forgetting? There's a scene where they cut back to somebody in like a tent or something like that. And there's a, somebody's, <laughs> I don't know how to say this on a podcast. Uh, what am I blanking on? Somebody's getting a hand. No, does that make it rated R? Uh, I'm, I, I guess it's so. gotta be pretty close. Yeah. That's like a half a second. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot about that scene, but yeah. But, but you're right. I, we'll probably have to edit that out. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know what the rules are. If we can say hand <laughs> or not, but you're right. I think that, to me, it felt like there were moments of crudeness that just came out of nowhere and didn't really even fit with the theme of the movie. Did they even cuss that often? Because I, I well, can't. No, that's what I'm saying. I think there might have been a couple of f bombs or something like that, but it wasn't enough to where the whole movie's like that. So to your point, like it feels like they cost themselves a PG-13 rating for no reward high risk no reward and not needed which is really weird cuz most movies try to move to PG13 yeah you don't want to straddle like yeah so we're getting a little what inside baseball here with movie making right you never really want to straddle the line of PG13 and R because you're never going to satisfy both crowds you either go right. down to PG13 and you get all the audience that you can all the kids all that kind of stuff and you get that money or you go R and you once you cross the Rubicon, you just go. You just go with it. Like yeah. Expendables is a perfect example of where they yes. they tried to uh, tried to cater to both, and it flopped. When you, when you bring that ensemble together, you just go hard R and just yeah. and just run with it. Yeah, you you might get more people buying tickets to go see it because maybe you get some teenagers that want to go see. Well, Expendables is a really bad example <laughs> because what teenagers even know half these guys. But yeah, your point is 
completely spot on that either needed to go way more raunchy and crude or it needed which it didn't need to do no or it just needed to back off entirely but it it sat itself too close to that line to not really warrant either one yeah i'd have to see it again because i don't remember them cussing a lot to to warrant that and i may be just desensitized to it where i didn't hear it but it definitely wasn't the content i think it was i would love to go look it up i i don't think it was as much the language as it was in terms of cussing i think it was some of well okay so there's the whole scene with thomas middleditch from silicon valley where they talk about who's sucking who's over and over again so again you know i don't think it's as much that they're saying i think it's they're talking about it for two minutes straight but again that's a funny scene that is a funny scene but is it worth yeah yeah is it worth the r i mean as a director that's your job right okay this is a funny scene you can't cut this out you can't cut it out (laughs) then you better make some of the other scenes get more raunchy just to make it worth your while yeah so yeah, that that's a really good catch by you. I definitely I walked away thinking that well, it was kind of weird. You know, one minute it's wholesome, the next minute it's kind of crude and doing something like that scene we just talked about. But it never really dawned on me that it was a rated R movie. Yeah, and they, I mean, they pushed the envelope on socially acceptable jokes yeah. and, and things like that, which again I think would have still fell in a PG thirteen. I don't know what more to say on that. I just don't think it needed to be an R R rating. I think. They could have yeah. found a different way to do that. Yeah. So uh, two other casts we didn't talk about. Uh, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on Isla Fisher and Rashida Jones. Uh, Rashida Jones, I I enjoy mm-hmm. just about everything she does. So I thought she did. She didn't really have a, a, may, a big part in this. Uh, no, she's kind of it, a side. It felt like somebody wanted Rashida Jones in the movie. And I'm not saying the part was yeah. created for her, but it was you know, it wasn't a significant role or anything. It's like, okay, Rashida, you can just have this one. She was kind of a a plot device for just a small part of the movie. Yeah. Just well, to put a rift between two guys. Right. So you, you don't really know it, but eventually it's Jeremy Renner that brought her there. In the beginning, you think she's just back and trying to mess with John Hamm and oh, I thought they, they mentioned that right off the bat. You know that that's why he invited oh. her oh, as soon okay. as they see her at the reception. Yeah, for the rehearsal okay, dinner. that's true. I, well, they clearly know that he invited her, but I think, I think later on when she kind of, at least for me, when she kind of came out straight ahead and like, yeah, he wanted me here to cause this problem. To like, cause it, yeah. It kind of felt like, okay, that that's confirmed. Yeah, she just wasn't in it very much. No, she wasn't. And they more talked about her than than her actually doing anything. But but I like her. Yeah. Uh, Fisher, however, her role was so over the top that it was now. I do believe that there are, are people like her oh, sure. uh, in the world that would take everything to this extreme. I just don't think one is needed in the movie. Yeah. And I, uh, I didn't, I didn't like her placement in there at all. Yeah. I mean, everybody's always kind of exaggerated in these movies. She's very exaggerated. I think you and I talked about this, but she feels like an extension of her character in Wedding Crashers. Exact same character. Yeah. They just tuck her and she's, 10 years older now and, but, and she married at Helms, and then now she's playing tag <laughs> yeah you know? but there's always that in these kinds of movies there's the one character who's like psychotically serious about it over the top serious like she even is more serious than the guys are about right it. but i thought she was fine it's just it, her character was intentionally over the top one of the things uh, i did like about about the way they did this and this may be from the real guys i don't know but they have essentially a, a rule book they have 23 rules that they're they're making rules as they played. They had amendments too, right? Uh, amendments, right, uh, to the rules, which makes a lot of sense. 
you know, because you're thinking, oh, why don't they just do this? Well, there's 23 rules in there. We don't know what all the rules are, but I loved how they said, <laughs> you know, you can't tag him back. That's the first rule, you know, and say, so, you know, if I do this big elaborate way to tag you, you can't just, oh, tag me right back. Right. And so like, that makes a whole lot of sense, yeah. you know, and so they, there's a lot of different rules that we don't know about, but but they make amendments as they play. And I was like, that's that's pretty clever. Yeah. Well, and even the one that got a lot of laughs was, you know, you can't punch somebody in the butthole. In the butthole. <laughs> but it's something that would happen and come up when you're 12 or 13, right? You know, you would, you'd have this rule, like, because one time somebody got punched in the butthole. And yeah, you would, make a rule, nobody else can get punched right, in the butthole. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that was definitely good. You could, which definitely comes back to to our group of fans with our fantasy football that we we play on on Yahoo, and the Yahoo rules aren't enough. Right. You know, we have to make extensions of those rules for our league. Yeah. And so again, it pulls me into that into the into the movie of you know you're, you're playing to play. You know, it's a fun game. It's not necessarily the game itself, right? You know, but but people that do take it seriously right. need need structure you know I was like, okay we're not gonna do this again here's another rule written down yeah okay we're making an amendment this is the rule for next year you know do that yeah and there's always funny stories behind them right like oh yeah i can't even remember off the top of my head but they always get funny names too right like we have the martellus bennett rule right and every fantasy football league has got <laughs> stuff like that but marquise colston yeah we it, which we all know what they are just by calling them that but <laughs> you can definitely see i think there's gonna be a lot of people like us who have if you've grown up with friends because not everybody does that right like we have the same group of friends that we've had since high school not everybody has that but if you've had friends that long you have all those stories around all the games you played whether it was the rules when you play basketball whether it was the rules when you play fantasy football or when you the settings that you play with on smash brothers right like you have these unwritten rules between all of your friends that you all know and there's always stories behind them right what did you think about the the Renner scenes. I'm going to put that in quotes. The Renner scenes. You know what I mean? Like the the action breakdowns, slow mo. He's doing the analysis in his head. I thought at first I didn't like it, but then it made more sense when they had everybody do it. And oh so yeah, I liked it when they went inside everybody's head. So the first scene was just him saying how he knew what was going on and that he's so in tune to the game. This guy's wearing sneakers and I know that he's undercover, you know, type of thing. But then when it went to everybody's, everybody's head of, Oh, I'm going to tag him because I'm going to do this. You know, it it made it better. Uh, I didn't like it at first, but I liked how they transitioned it more later. Yeah. I, I wasn't a fan, but again, I understand why they did it. If you're going to make Renner a superhero, then you have to go full tilt. And this was a good way of doing that, you know, to give the breakdowns in his head. Basically Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's what he did. That's exactly right. I just, it, again, it all goes back to that decision. Uh, it's, and I think I even said that in my review on Letterbox. Like, if you're okay with how they treated Jeremy Renner in this movie, you, I think you'll like the movie a lot more. But for me, a lot of the problems just all go back to that. So I kind of didn't really like the action scenes. I wanted something else. So. That would be that. That to me is the big focal point of this movie. Well, and I did think it it broke up some of the repetitive, what could be repetitive tag scenes of them just running around trying to tag each other, and so you you put more insight into what each one's thinking at each time. Because again, if you film six tag scenes in a row, it's like okay, this is just them playing tag in a warehouse. There's, this is just but there's really not that much a, tag in the movie if you think about it. Well, I mean, there's 
there's a lot of talking about playing tag and there's a lot of thinking about playing tag. I think there's more than you think. Cause I, did, I just went through in my head and there's like seven scenes that they're playing tag at least. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. Maybe it just all stems from not being what I wanted it to be. <laughs> I mean, that very well could be it. You know how that happens, right? You start watching a movie like, oh, I would have done this different. I don't like where this is going. Then every time they go back there, you're like, damn it. Don't want it to go back there. I've seen a lot of comments online and I think almost the majority of everybody's favorite scenes is what they showed at the end. And yeah. so after the movie, they show clips of the real guys that this is made after playing tag. And it looks like there's a group of 10 of them yeah. that have been playing for, for 30 years uh, across the country. And it shows the different ways that they've surprised each other playing tag. And I guess they film it so the other friends can, can see, you know, what's going on. But uh, that, that was a cool addition that they did, not just showing a picture, but actually showed them playing tag. Yeah, and for me, that just reaffirmed, again, the bad decision that I thought they made with Jeremy Renner because they show videos of, like, the guy taking off the the mascot head. Right. And, and the stuff that they're showing them do in the real clips is way more fun and creative than anything in the movie. No, I agree. I just was like, oh, you had it right there. You have video of these guys doing funny stuff, like dressing up as a crossing <laughs> guard. and You have each one of those, yeah. Yeah, you, could, you could have used all that. And they tried, one, the dressing up as an old lady. Yeah. You know, and so they tried to put that in there. But yeah, but yeah the, the whole theme of the movie, the theme, I guess the plot of the movie, uh, was, was off from the start. Yeah. And they could really use some of these to make a pretty entertaining flick. Yeah, I, I will absolutely agree with you there. All right, so let's, uh, let's dive into our usual questions and, and last, last part of the episode breakdown here. So what'd you rate tag and why? I gave it a three. I would have liked it to be a little bit more clever with, with the tags like we've talked about. It's basically kind of a mindless summer movie with a surprise little emotional twist at the end that I was not expecting. So it bumped it up, bumped up to a three. Favorite moment? Favorite moment as I, as I led, led this with, I couldn't wait to talk about it, was John Hamm trying to escape the room by throwing the chair against the window. Yeah, that, that, that was really great. Uh, I, <laughs> I, didn't, I actually didn't remember seeing that in the trailer. So it, it caught me off guard, and I was like, oh, that, that's funny. It's so stupid, but it's funny. This is happening. Right. <laughs> he just nods at him. Like, he's so smart. <laughs> right. Uh, one thing you would change. Again, what, what we talked about, the never been tagged label and, and just reworked that plot. Theater or the couch? It's a couch movie. You going to pay for it or wait for it to be free? No, you can, you can wait. You can afford to wait for this one to be free. <laughs> is this more of a popcorn movie or an art house film? This is definitely a popcorn movie. You giving it a Razzie or an Oscar? This has the potential to win a Razzie far more than an Oscar. So yes, yeah. a Razzie. Okay, so fill in the blank. If you liked blank, you would like this movie. So if you liked Grown Ups uh, with Adam Sandler and, and his whole crew. I'm aware of it, but I'm proud to say I have not seen it. Well, if you liked that movie, you'll definitely like this. Uh, it's kind of that same, hey, the old gang's back together. And uh, you get that that nostalgia feel of who they were, and then they're still adults doing the same things when they were kids. So if you like that, which is not as good as Tag, but if you liked it, then you'll like Tag. Okay. I mean, I didn't really need to know if I would like Grown Ups or not, but it's good to know that since I didn't really care for Tag, I'm probably really, really not going to care for Grown Ups. Tag is better than Grown Ups. I assumed. <laughs> I would hope. All right, your turn. So what is your rating and why? I'm at a three as well. I thought it was, from a assembly standpoint, I thought it was kind of messy in terms of the feel. I thought one minute it was 
silly and then there was seriousness with some strain between friends and then it's kind of an action movie with Jeremy Renner scenes and then there's a little bit of drama and it's back to being silly and it's heartfelt so I thought like tonally it was a little all over the place but I'm also watching a movie about a game of tag so I didn't care too much about that but it did play a factor I guess I felt like two things one I would have rather watched an hour-long documentary on the real guys than watch this movie and then the other thing which we're beating a dead horse the decision to give him Jeremy Renner superhuman untaggable abilities just killed it for me. But in the end, it's light enough for a summer comedy. I thought there was some wasted potential. It's fairly forgettable. And there's not really a whole lot new outside of the trailer. So combine all those things together and you land about a three for me. And favorite moment? The end. I, I'm following along with what people were saying on our Facebook reviews that they liked the scene at the end with the real guys to see what they were really doing. That was my favorite part of the whole movie. And the one thing you'd change? Again, we're just going to keep whipping this dead horse. <laughs> Can't make Jeremy Renner untaggable. Yeah. Theater or couch movie? You were right on this one. It's a couch movie. Would you pay for it or would you wait? Nope. You got to get this one for free. Popcorn movie or an art house movie? Definitely popcorn. Would you give this an Oscar or a Razzie? Uh, I might give it an Oscar for supposedly Jeremy Renner CGI arms because I could not tell that he had CGI arms in this movie. So I might get an Oscar for special, <laughs> special effects. effects. Yeah, <laughs> but no, a Razzie. And if you liked Blank, then you would like this movie. I really struggled with this. I think I've got a mixture of two, so I'm cheating. It's a little bit dodgeball in the sense that you've got like adults playing a grown-up game, but dodgeball was much more silly than this. Far more slapsticky. Yes. But if you combine that with The League, I think that you've Which got... Which is a TV show. It is a TV show, but about adults playing fantasy football and stuff. I, there's something right there in that Venn diagram of where dodgeball overlaps <laughs> with The League that I think the tag kind of fits right in. So you gain nothing from that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not sure how much of a help that was. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for tag. As usual, follow us on Facebook. Go to the podcast store and rate the podcast. If you want to email us at twoviewsmovies at gmail.com, let us know what you think. And we will catch you next time. 